0: recording
1: recording all right cool (laughs) (laughs) and i'm stopping recording Ah! hey
0: everybody welcome back
1: we back (laughs) talking about this show
0: i'm sure for you it's uh it's probably a click away but for us it's don't an undetermined amount of time since the last episode
1: i was gonna say don't ruin it don't don't ruin the immersion
0: the immersion the podcast immersion
1: podcast immersion about a show
0: the show well the show isn't very good with immersion except this episode this episode's really good uh
1: this episode was actually really good uh
0: well good relative uh hi i'm brad (laughs) i'm hayden uh, and this is Titanomaki, the podcast where we talk about Titans, the uh, DC live action show that crushes our dreams, but sometimes surprises us.
1: Sometimes this episode was actually surprisingly good for the most part. Like obviously yeah. we didn't get into it, but I really liked it mostly, which is surprising because it's like no, 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 I, I liked it. But usually that's just me trying to convince myself that I've enjoyed an episode. <laughs>
0: this this is fair um i i think forcing
1: myself into stockholm syndrome with this show
0: i think that the fact that i was quiet for a lot of it um while we were watching it shows that i was just watching the episode and trying to enjoy what was going on that's that's a good sign
1: yeah i think if we're not bashing on it the entire episode that's probably a good sign because um usually that's what we do we're talking over the entire show just going why why
0: yeah yeah that's true um so uh let's get into why uh first of all let's summarize the episode for anybody that isn't you know dutifully watching along go ahead uh last time we started off with uh or rather last time we ended with raven well rachel exploding uh yeah, she exploded the whole fucking church or convent or whatever uh, where all the nuns were keeping her because they locked her in a room with a mirror, and if there wasn't a mirror in there, it probably would have been fine.
1: Girls need to check their reflections, Brad. Okay, we're very vain creatures.
0: I guess so. It just it's it's very very sad that that's really the only thing that was the uh the problem in their plan. Um, so she blows it up. Um, runs away into the woods. Uh, gets found by Gar. I think he introduced himself as Gar Garfield.
1: I think so, because she refers to him by name in this episode, so I guess. Indeed,
0: that's true. And then there's also a flashback sequence at the very beginning of the episode to, like, Africa, where we see Garfield uh, being the only white kid, I believe, in, like, a room full of a outbreak. Mm-hmm. Like, an... African disease outbreak which is not great. Um because it's the uh, uh, exoticism of Africa all that type of thing. Yeah. Uh probably falls under orientalism, but it uh, doesn't matter. We're we're not that's, that's not what, not what we're this talking podcast about today. is about. <laughs>
1: we'll talk about uh, that after the podcast.
0: <laughs> that, that's like that's like a minute and a half of of this episode, so I'm not going to spend like an hour talking about it. Um so a doctor shows up and is like Oh, by the way, everybody bounces on him. All the other people in the room who are, like, doctors in the Congo who are speaking French, and we know that because the subtitles say they're speaking French, just bail. They're like, yeah, we can't do anything. They bail. Doctor comes in and is like, ah, I have something for you. And then, like, injects Beast Boy with a crazy green fluid. And he turns green for, like, a second. Yeah, so, like, they but you could gotta, do that.
1: You gotta mention, too, that, like, the doctors thought he was dead. Because he wasn't saying anything. And then No, he was screaming. Was he screaming? I don't remember. Yeah, he was screaming. This is as how they, like, I watch the this show. I block ninety percent out of my brain.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, help, help. And okay. then they're like bailing.
1: Okay. I couldn't fucking remember.
0: They're piecing the fuck out. Yeah. Uh so he injects him with green fluid. And again, Beast Boy turns green for a second. So they can. They can turn Beast Boy green.
1: But they won't.
0: Um, uh, we, we also get introduced to the concept in the present, by the way, whenever he sees Rachel that um he can turn into a tiger, but he can only at the moment turn into a tiger. That's it. So he's he's not Beast Boy right now. He's Tiger Boy. He's Tiger. He's, boy. Meow Mix. he's Tony the Tiger.
1: I'm calling him Meow Mix from now on.
0: Meow Mix. Everyone has names: Rachel, Meow Mix, mm-hmm. Richie. Uh,
1: Our good boy, Richie Grayson.
0: <laughs> so Meow Mix and Rachel go to Gar's place, um, which is like a little arcade where uh he steals things uh mostly retro things that he has no business liking because he was probably written by someone like 20 or 30 years older than he is
1: and it's really evident that that's the case
0: yeah he mentions like loving old movies which
1: like he does not speak like a teenager at all no
0: not really uh and i mean that could kind of be chalked up to like you know hanging with the doom patrol because spoiler that's who he chills with he chills with the doom patrol Because they're all super old.
1: Yeah, and if you know anything about the comics, then that's something that's kind of like obvious is going to happen. But if you're not, then it's like, okay, I wonder who he's staying with.
0: Yeah, and like if you remember in the cartoon, he's with the Doom Patrol. Uh, I I actually, I, I, I fucking hate the Doom. Like outside of Robot Man, who I kind of like in the cartoon, who I, I forgot about. I had a friend point him out to me. Uh, everybody else in the cartoon that's in the Doom Patrol is kind of an asshole. Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually like him here.
1: I enjoy the dynamic in the show.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, everyone actually felt like a fleshed-out character. Like, while in the cartoon, it just felt they were kind of one note. It's like, all right, we want to include the Doom Patrol, but we don't want to make them, like, so, like, fleshed-out so you'll feel bad when Garfield leaves again. But in this, like, they all feel like people. Yeah, exactly. And I enjoyed that. Like, yeah, we have Robot Man, but he feels like a person
0: yeah there's also the problem of like logical progression in the show where like in in the cartoon rather um the doom patrol gets introduced after uh they beat trigon and at that point you're like yeah the teen titans are very very capable um and then the doom patrol shows up and they're like you guys suck you're like kids and when they're fighting like a fucking brain and a gorilla
1: (laughs) they're fighting a brain in a jar
0: and it's like god shut the fuck up
1: it's like, shut up. You
0: absolutely lack credibility here. Also, they try to treat them like it's like, yeah, the Doom Patrol is like more competent than the Titans, like slightly. And it's like that.
1: But they're not.
0: I After the last season, I do not buy that. I do not buy that even a little bit. But they don't even bother with that here. You don't even see the Doom Patrol really fight in this episode, which I think is good.
1: Yeah, honestly. Yeah, no, no. no. I was going to say it's like, I think it works that they don't fight. A whole lot, because it almost reserves, like, that family dynamic.
0: Yeah, uh, and I'd I'd actually say the fighting in this show is often the worst part of this show.
1: Yeah, the fight choreography is bad.
0: Well, yeah, because, again, we run into the problem of, like, yeah, they're heroes, but they, like, murder people. Hawk and Dove being, like, you know, Richie's off the edge and he's, like, all crazy and shit when he fights... When, like, again, Dove is, like, slashing a dude's throat in the middle of a fight, or, like, Hawk will, like, beat someone to death, and it's, like, there's zero difference here between you guys.
1: Yeah, it's, like, how is there, like, why are you bitching about Robin, or Richie Grayson, as we like to call him? Indeed. Why are you bitching about him when you were doing actually worse things often?
0: Yeah, I-, I go back to that cop going, please no. whenever Starfire just breaks his arm.
1: Yeah. Or whenever like, she, whenever
0: that guy's, like, in in the hotel with her and she just breaks his neck.
1: Yeah, it's like, there was no purpose. You got what you wanted out of him, so, but if you're not a criminal and you're supposed to be a hero and I'm supposed to be rooting for you, why are you committing all these crimes if you're not, like, a villain? Yeah,
0: or, or like, don't point it out. Like, don't make it Robin's whole character thing arc if you're going to just make it like everyone else is like this and his whole thing is just I'm unhinged and messed up and it's like well everybody else is too when they fight like that's no there's no difference there's zero difference between you and like everyone else um like uh, that scene where like Starfire is in the diner or whatever and that dude is like you know bothering the waitress and she just like almost beats him to death and like almost beats his friends to death like There's very little difference between that fight choreography and the fight choreography that Robin has in this episode when he grabs the hunter. But um, let's explain what happens and then we can talk more about it for analysis. Um, So Gar takes uh, Rachel back to uh, the Doom Patrol mansion and, you know, shows the room with the arcade and all this other stuff that he stole. And then he's like, all right, hide, Uh, because then Robot Man comes in. Who is Brendan Fraser, which is great. I love Brendan Fraser. He's the so Fraser good. Mummy. Yeah, the Brendan Fraser mummy. Me- yeah, sorry, excuse me. The <laughs> Brendan Fraser mummy movie is still one of my favorite movies ever. Um, And he's like, hey, come to dinner. And, you know, they have a, they have a nice little back and forth.
1: No, I really enjoy their dynamic a lot. I think it yeah. flows really well.
0: Yeah, I agree. It uh, flows really nicely, and you can tell he actually cares about Gar. Um... So then they get ready to uh, basically bail, and then Gar, one way or another, has to explain to Robot Man why he brought Rachel, um, and Robot Man's like, you gotta get her out of here because, you know, we're uh, dangerous people, and, like, we can't let people know about us, and the doctor uh, who, uh, you know, took care of us just got his legs back, and he's just taking care of stuff, and he told us no Outsiders. And he's like, eh, she can join the family. And then we get introduced to like a negative man. and negative man's all cool because he's like cooking in the kitchen, and he's again real nice, and he's happy to cook for Rachel. And then we get introduced to um, I don't know, the lady who uh has the terrible slug form, who's like an actress from like her name. the mid nineteen, yeah, I I cannot remember it either. Um,
1: I know she's stretchy,
0: <laughs> and I'm not looking it up.
1: She can. Roll tall i don't remember
0: i do not remember either but uh it doesn't really matter
1: i'm gonna google it while you do the uh hmm? summary said i'm gonna google it while you do the summary
0: that's all good um so they they all have like dinner and it's real nice and it's real sweet uh the doctor is like this real weird eastern european guy he's almost a little bit of a uh like a menacing professor xavier from the x-men um, which I imagine is very intentional. Um, in probably his original conception, not like, you know, here. I, I doubt there's a lot of thought here. Um, but there, there is love in this episode. Um, you know, they all sit down and they talk about like their gifts and all this other stuff. Um, they help a random lady that he just sort of picks up who has like ice powers, who I believe is uh, from Asia. And then uh, Rachel helps calm her down with her, like, empathy powers and, like, helps her, you know, um, cool it. Oh, and uh, out in the woods, somewhere in there, they go out and then they find a deer that's been shot by hunters. Rachel and Gar do.
1: Wasn't that leading up to them going to the Doom Patrol place?
0: I believe it may have been. I believe actually yeah. Gar took it's been like a week since we watched the episode yeah gar (laughs) initially does not take her to the doom patrol mansion he takes her to like a barn and then they leave the barn and then they find the deer they see the hunters and the hunters are like well we're gonna shoot it just because we're game hunters and then gar like chases them away as a tiger
1: yeah they're like we're out of bounds of the fucking shooting area but we're gonna kill it anyway because we're hunters in a dc tv show (laughs)
0: yeah and the one um, the one accidentally shoots the other and, like, there's no reason to believe that guy didn't, like, die or get, yeah. like, very seriously hurt. And neither Rachel nor Gar care. Again, not heroes. Kids, and I get it, but, like, I, there was no reason to have the detail that one shot the other as they were leaving.
1: Yeah. Um, it
0: doesn't It doesn't add anything. It just, again, makes our heroes seem like sociopaths who don't care if people die that they don't like.
1: Welcome to the show.
0: Um... Uh, and then Rachel heals the deer. Like, the deer is healed by her touch.
1: Yeah, and she doesn't realize right away that she is able to heal it. Yeah,
0: but she does that, and then she also calms down this person with ice powers. Um, And then, you know, the doctor sits down with Gar and is, like, real mad at him for bringing Rachel there. Uh, 180's, well, because he says, like, you're a selfish boy, Garfield. And then he's like, I care about you, that's... I have to be harsh because, you know, I can't let people, you know, come in here. And uh, that seems good. Um, I I think that probably there is a problem of nuance where it's like he has two personalities, which I don't think is the intent. They just wrote like, yeah, this is where he has to be harsh and this is where he's caring. And it's just so stark a divide in the dialogue that it's like, oh, wow, this is like there probably should have been time passing between these two segments because he goes from, like, you are a selfish boy, Garfield, to, Garfield, you know I care about you, over the course of, like, six seconds.
1: He's like, wait, I don't know what's going on. Do you know what's going on? Because I don't think the guy speaking the words knows what's going
0: on. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Like, the actor's really good, but I think it was just so poorly written that there was no way to, like, flow it naturally, like, for those emotional changes.
0: Yeah, and I think the pacing was probably off. They they had to rush through it because they were trying to get through the episode in time. Yeah. Um, uh, so then he's like, all right, we could probably help Rachel with her problem, because he uh, talks to her about that over dinner. And then she's like, all right. So they strap her to a table, and um. he's like, all right, we're going to fucking... I'm going to inject you with this fluid that I injected into literally everybody else, and that seemed to work, so it'll probably keep the telekinesis and other stuff under control and then she's like nope don't want to do it anymore and he's like no you'll you'll want to do it and garfield's like no don't do it Like, don't make her do it if she doesn't want to yeah which again as as i was telling you after the episode i'm like literally every single other person that the doctor has encountered it seems has had this problem solved by this serum yeah so like it makes sense that he would be like yeah she's like a kid she's scared but it, it's ultimately for the best i there's no indication that it would like hurt her um but that's again he wouldn't know that it's like a fucking demon inside of her and yeah not, like, they don't just, know that it's know, not yeah.
1: just like a mutation
0: yeah she's not like an x-man it's just a demon inside. so like he knocks out garfield and then she gets all mad and then the darkness inside her, which is supposed to be darkness. It looks like slime.
1: Yeah, I get that it's supposed to be like dark waves coming out of her, but it looks like she's using like black ooze, almost like ink. Yeah. A little bit. Is she an octopus now? That was my first thought <laughs> when I was seeing yeah, the stuff. I was like, really?
0: Yeah, also Beast Boy get- turns green when he gets mad.
1: I guess it's supposed to signify like his losing control of his powers, but
0: yeah I don't know. They should just make just make him green the whole show, I mean,
1: yeah, but you know, yeah. they probably just didn't want to pay to have that c g i or he probably didn't want to put on body paint, I don't know uh,
0: as whatever um,
1: Titans, why are we trying to apply titans. logic,
0: <laughs> very true, um. They, they also make a point that, like, the only thing that marks him as being different is that he his hair is green. So, like, having his whole skin be green, it would be, it would be hard for him to, like, move around. Yeah. And I'm like, you could just have it be that he's naturally green and he has to, like, wear makeup. That wouldn't be hard.
1: Yeah. Like, he already kind of looks uh, like a K-pop star. Just go on YouTube, look up K-pop makeup tutorial you'll be fine <laughs>
0: there you go uh, i guess it would be really hard to put on green makeup and then put on fake you know face makeup or whatever i don't know or you uh, just whatever. shoot
1: it where he doesn't have the He's... you know what there's so many ways to actually do it my old roommate yeah. was a makeup artist i'm like i could tell you how to do this
0: <laughs> that's fair um so uh she breaks uh she like slams the doctor back with her darkness powers and like it breaks his back apparently because he was in a wheelchair they say he was in a wheelchair and then he started walking again somehow and then she breaks his back so he's in a wheelchair again by the end of the episode well the professor xavier metaphor is complete um mm-hmm. uh by the way um this is like i think 40 minutes into the episode so most yeah. of the way through you'll notice that i've not talked about uh richie and starfire at all this is because what they do for most of the episode doesn't matter
1: it's so inconsequential (laughs) like it's just them being dicks (laughs) kind of
0: yeah so like the the doom patrol stuff is all pretty good it's all pretty entertaining like when it's them you know getting ready to make dinner and like them eating the dinner and then sitting down and uh you know rachel does a little dance for robot man and like they all compliment her and they all seem happy that she's there that's all very sweet and nice and um again it's it, they're all very charming yeah uh, once we cut back to richie and Starfire that's whenever we run into the problems of like oh yeah we're watching Titans still um so uh Richie and starfire see the nuns getting wheeled out of the building where Raven exploded um I- I'm sorry did you want to say something
1: no I was just laughing at that description. <laughs>
0: well yeah because like it's just they don't it's the worst part of the episode because yeah
1: no it's just like raven exploded and i was like that's why i'm laughing just because i'm like god this show is so fucking wow
0: yeah the titans parts of titans are the worst part the doom patrol of titans is the best part sadly which is yeah super backwards
1: i i'm so sad that doom patrol only got one season
0: Yeah, that's bullshit. We're gonna watch that at some point.
1: We sure are, because I want a good show to watch.
0: Yeah, this this episode was good, and I liked the part of the first episode of Doom Patrol that I watched before my stream crashed. Um, so Richie and Starfire ask the nuns whenever the combat explodes. They come back from Starfire's amnesia journalism hole. Uh, they go up to the nuns being wheeled up into an ambulance and they go like what happened and they don't seem very concerned which again sociopaths they aren't asking if anyone's okay they aren't looking to help anyone the nuns are like oh we just wanted to protect her so then they start basically wandering around uh looking for her um they go to the police station and ask if anyone has seen a girl with purple hair and then they're like oh there's these two hunters who saw them in the woods uh, they were probably drunk because they saw her with a tiger instead of being like all right we'll go check the woods they go let's go talk to one of these hunters yeah um which again you you'd think like we about in the woods were they would just be enough of a question of like oh wh- where yeah
1: because that would give you at least a location to go check like you don't need to specifically talk to the hunters like you can just get a location go to said location and if you don't find anything there, it's like, all right, well, the hunters probably were nearby, so let's go see, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Also, if it's her and you know that she's, like, one to run, then she's probably not in the same place and you may not even know where she was going. Exactly. Uh, you may have just seen her in passing. Um, well, what happens is uh, Richie shows up to one of the hunters' houses and goes like, hey, did you see that girl? And I believe he flashes his badge, so like he does make it clear that he's a detective. Which I don't know how the fuck he's allowed to just wander around. I think they are states away from uh, where we started.
1: Yeah, he has no authority where he is, so I don't yeah. understand it. Because it would say like where, where is he a police? I don't remember. It's like Detroit.
0: I think it's Detroit. I think, I think he's Detroit. like a Detroit police officer.
1: Yeah, it's like if you're a Detroit police officer, you don't you're not going to have authority. In this other fucking state, unless you were stationed there.
0: Also, why why would they let you just wander away? Again, I there's every reason to believe in this show that they just he can just get wired money from uh Bruce Wayne through Alfred whenever he wants. So I guess that's how he's getting like money. Probably, I have no fucking clue. How, the fact um, how that he, it's like
1: he's a police officer with the job, you'd think he'd have to report in?
0: Yeah, you'd assume. Uh, and his partner was like killed
1: yeah so that's we knew. Uh,
0: that's something we we're just glazing past so everything's wrong with richie so he goes to this hunter's house um flashes his badge i think and then is like hey yeah. uh tell me about this girl and the guy's like you know screw off essentially because i believe they laughed him off at the police station yeah and then robin stops him from slamming the door and he's like you're gonna tell me about this and the guy's like, hey, you're going to get out of here. And he, like, pulls out a gun. And instead of trying to de-escalate the situation be like, hey, man, come on. We we just want to know some answers, you know, I'm related to this person. Because for whatever reason, whenever he's at the police station, Richie is like, yeah, this is uh, my niece. My niece. Even though he's a detective. I don't I don't that. He's understand like, that doesn't matter. The... Everything involving the police in the show is baffling.
1: No, it's so poorly written. I'm like, have you ever looked into how like the police work like have you done any research i'm like i don't know shit i just know that if i speed i'll get fucking pulled over but you know i don't know how a fucking police precinct works i don't know any of that shit but you'd think that showrunners would do their fucking research
0: well yeah and he acts like he's a private detective there's no reason to have him be a police detective if it's not gonna matter at all and then like it doesn't, it doesn't make any goddamn sense, because the whole time you're like, I cannot be a policeman in, like, I don't know, Chicago, and then drive over to, like, North Carolina and be like, hey, you're gonna answer these questions.
1: It's like, what authority do you have here? Fucking none.
0: Or, like, just disappear from the police precinct that I'm supposed to work in. Yeah. And be like, I'm working a case.
1: Like, what case? Did you, like, file any reports with us? Did you... What have you done at your actual precinct... To prove that you're actually working on a case and you're not just fucking around.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a um, this is, he is a psychopath. So, uh, to emphasize that point, um, the guy pulls out a gun and instead of de-escalating, because he's there with Starfire, and Starfire is not really, you know, providing a lot of anything but, like, you know, witticism. I have boobs. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, He starts brutally beating the shit out of the hunter. And then, like, Instead of just disarming him and maybe like, you know, putting him in like, you know, a chokehold or a headlock or like just putting his arm behind his back or something. He just he's beating the shit out of him. He's just like he brutally will straight beating up the shit out of this like, guy. Like he's
1: straight up about to fucking kill him. I'm like, What the what are you doing?
0: Yeah, he like breaks the glass every second. He's like, Where is she? And then the guy's like, You're a psychopath. And then yeah. he beats him more. And then Starfire's even like, Whoa, whoa, hold hold She's the like, fucking. Wait, phone. What the and fuck? then like and then you see like a little girl walk in to get you sympathy for the hunter and she's like daddy and then the guy's like where where is she and then uh the hunter guy's like oh i saw her in the woods near there there's like this one house but it's abandoned and they're like all right we're gonna peace out and then the hunter like hugs his daughter
1: i think it was um, a little boy i, I know was, an, I, I thought I, it was a daughter i don't know doesn't matter <laughs>
0: it doesn't it doesn't really matter they you're supposed to get sympathy you're supposed to be okay with him brutally murdering this man if he has no children but just because he has a child you're like yeah uh don't murder this guy as opposed to all the other guys that you're cool with like yeah murder um so they um we cut back to uh doom patrol and then we cut to them in the car and starfire's like wow you're all fucked up bro and he's like Yeah. yeah i just i you know he he's he pretty much dodges talking about it too much and she's like you're all messed up. And by the way, like, every time he talks about um, Batman in the show, and we've, we've established before in a previous episode that whenever we see the flashback to him getting adopted by Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne is also a psychopath who just invites him into his house and doesn't speak to him and keeps all the lights off. Yeah. Like he's like, observing him like that? an animal. It's
1: like, how is that logical? Like, this guy specifically yeah. adopts this kid, but he's just like, No. I will not speak to him. I will just fucking... I'm like, what is... I hate... This. Again,
0: he's a psychopath. Yeah. There's so, like, they've made so many choices that people in this show are just insane. Um, I, I noticed that in this episode, the way that they talk about Bruce Wayne, like... Uh, Richie talks about Bruce Wayne like he molested him.
1: Yeah, no, he like, acts like a rape victim. And I'm like, that's not me shitting on rape victims. I'm like, I'm just like he acts like something really fucking terrible happened to him and I'm like but what give me something
0: yeah and also why does it make you like beat people uh, like almost to death all the time or to death um i i recall in that first episode that you mentioned uh talking to his now dead partner rip and rest um
1: rip and rest i don't even th- remember your name
0: <laughs> i i definitely don't remember her name um because she was her, cute like, yeah,
1: blonde. He... That's all she was.
0: That's all she was. He said, "You know, he uh he talked with his fists. Yeah, um, that's what that's what uh he did, and I really respected him. But we had a disagreement, and it's like, well, it seems like he didn't disagree with the part where he beat the shit out of people. Uh, you seem to be pretty down for that. Um, I I wonder again, did he did he touch you? Like, what the hell happened? <laughs> Show me on uh, this don't... doll
1: where Bruce Wayne touched you." <laughs>
0: Yeah, again, we we are given no reason to like Bruce Wayne, and we're given very little reason to like Richie.
1: Like, if somebody likes this incarnation of Dick Grayson, I will ask them what is wrong with them. <laughs> where is my best booty in the DC universe, Dick Grayson, please?
0: The thick the thick Grayson.
1: I need <laughs> I need my thick Grayson, where is he? Who's this scrawny little bitch?
0: Ugh I uh. The thing about this character is that the whole arc for him seems to be, yeah, I gotta get, like, softer, I gotta stop beating the shit out of people. And it's like, I don't know, I don't I don't feel good about that, I don't like him enough. And, like, again, the problem with the fight choreography in this show is that there's no real difference between the way that he fights and the way that other people fight. So the whole narrative sort of falls apart, because it's like, yeah, I'm edgy and I'm dark and I'm all messed up. And it's like, so is everybody in this show, pal.
1: Welcome to Titans.
0: You're the only one that only seems to have a problem with it. And um, everyone else seems to have a problem with you doing it. And I don't quite understand why.
1: Yeah, I I think it's the fight choreography is something that needs to be improved. Honestly, if you want to be able to tell this story properly. Because yeah, and
0: they, yeah. I think
1: that's just such a big part of it because it's all the same. It's all poorly timed as someone who's done like stage combat. I'm like, the timing is everything. Yeah. Especially for combat like this in a show like this, you'd think that it's like, okay, so Dick Grayson, because he was part of the flying Grayson's, he would be more like acrobatic stuff like that. So he might have like a lighter touch to his, um, to his fighting style he might use more martial arts style moves like kind of what they did in the cartoon starfire might have like a they all need to have specific fighting styles but they're all the same and they're all poorly timed and just this shoot like the shots are awful
0: yeah the cinematography isn't great on the fights
1: like you you can't get the cinematography thank you yeah it's just it's everywhere, and it doesn't know what it wants to be.
0: Yeah, and it's just, it's so brutal all the time that pointing out one character being brutal just feels, like, uh, hypocritical. It makes everyone else seem hypocritical, and it makes him seem weird yeah. for being upset about it.
1: It makes him weird and seem, like, selfish and really self-absorbed
0: yeah and again if we're if we're all murderers like,
1: oh, i'm different
0: yeah yeah <laughs> if everybody here is a murderer then you don't get to be the one who's like yeah i don't like being a murderer while everyone else is like yeah dude you're a murderer
1: it's like but so are we <laughs> so you know what we can't
0: bitch exactly it's it's very strange so they they drive around and talk about this um uh, then they finally arrive at the Doom Patrol mansion while uh, Rachel's getting the serum in her and she's darknessing it up. Uh, the other Doom Patrol members say, like, you got to get out of here. And then uh, Richie's, like, heading down to go help Rachel. And uh, Starfire stays behind to fight the other Doom Patrol members, which we do not see. And Richie goes in a scene that's kind of nice. Well, Rachel opens a portal to who the fuck knows where uh we don't we never find out where that's going yeah
1: when did she learn how to create portals Hmm? when when did she learn to my thing i'm like when did she learn to create portals i mean she just kind
0: of does stuff i guess
1: yeah welcome to the show i guess
0: yeah i'm not terribly bothered by that my only question was where did the portal go because they should have established, like, what's on the other end, like.
1: Yeah, but I guess we'll have to watch the next episode. Yeah,
0: um. So, he comes down and he's like, I'm sorry, I left. I'm not gonna go anywhere. Uh, I'll be with you. I'm not going anywhere, which is nice. Again, their relationship, even though it's weird and puts Rachel, uh, Raven in the place of, like, a daughter figure, it's nice. Yeah. Uh- I I prefer them being the same age in the show in like the cartoon but you know listen it's good it's it's one of few good relationships
1: yeah no i agree with that i don't mind them having a relationship like that because unlike you i don't ship them in the show i used to i used to but then i started reading the comics i'm like no
0: (laughs) we've talked air long about this um and obviously i don't ship them in in titans i don't that'd be weird jesus christ no I don't, I don't like Dick Grayson and I
1: don't chip him with anybody.
0: Yeah, no, I even I don't like Rachel with Gar that much, even though I like it more here than like in in the cartoon, just because I'm like it just it feels too much like they're kids, and I'm just like this. uh, I don't know. It's it's pretty whatever. I, I I want Rachel to just have time to just sort of chill out and do stuff by herself, and not like get swept up by other characters' arcs.
1: Yeah, flesh her out a little bit more yeah yeah and i feel like they want it to be about her like she is clearly the catalyst for so many events in this series but they're not giving her enough time for us to grow to really love her as a character
0: yeah she's sort of just the thing that other characters react to
1: yeah exactly
0: and while they get more dialogue and like screen time and uh you know explanation and stuff um so, uh, episode ends, the doctor, the chief is like recovering and he's in the wheelchair again. The Doom Patrol's like, all right, Rachel, you shouldn't stay here. Go with Richie and Starfire, which I don't quite understand. I guess you could argue that it's like, yeah richie's the only one who can really get her powers to calm down which is good so it's like yes yeah, and send her with him yeah, fine enough that makes sense they also send garfield with them because they're like you got to live your life which is like don't send them with like this person that is a ticking time bomb of like demon powers and then like two psychopaths <laughs> why would you send garfield it's
1: like you don't even know who these people are they broke into your house and you tried to scare them off.
0: Yeah, this man almost beat a man to death in front of his daughter less than probably like 12 hours ago. Don't, don't send your...
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah. Why, why do you feel comfortable?
0: We're, we're supposed to feel like kind of good about them sending him with them because it's like, yeah, you know, they're your new family too. Go out and have a life in the real world. It's like, no, you're sending him to probably be like a fucking crazy fucking mercenary... with whatever the fuck they're doing no
1: it's like you don't know who you're sending him with
0: you are you are sending him into infinitely more danger
1: exactly it's like you are possibly sending him to his death he'd be so much safer living there with you yeah like yeah I know that she like that Garfield's like a teenager and wants to go out and do things so I get that these are
0: not the people to send him with that
1: falls into the it's just you, you don't even know who these fucking people are and they're like yeah. parental figures for Garfield. And that's what bugs me. It's like if I had like someone who was like a kid to me or was my kid and I saw what would make them happier or something like that. But I didn't know who the fuck these people were. I'd be like, no, you're not leaving this fucking house. Absolutely not.
0: Yeah. And again, I we, we get that he likes Rachel. That's fine.
1: That's fine. You can have a crush.
0: Richie and Starfire are not people I would trust a child with or a teenager. They they will run into situations that will absolutely get them in trouble or killed. And I don't... Like, Richie Grayson is just barely emotionally available enough to care about Rachel. I, I cannot see him. I guess that they'll probably try to make it like a family where he'll start caring about Garfield, too. Probably. But, like, him and Starfire have shown... Not at all that they care about him. At all. Like, even a little bit.
1: No, and I'm like, this is not gonna end well for anyone! Rachel is, like you said, a ticking time bomb, and I'm like, guys. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't be surprised if by, like, season two he's dead.
1: Oh god, probably. Because they're like, hey, you need to feel some emotion, and the last person we killed off didn't make you feel anything, so, uh, here you go.
0: Yeah, fucking dove thrown off a building.
1: She didn't die, though. Like, she was just comatose. No,
0: she's just like in a coma.
1: Good, get rid of that character. She was terrible.
0: Yeah, but like even then, we watched it. and We were like, she, she got thrown through that fucking we're like, bird.
1: Coop. <laughs> Great.
0: Yeah. I feel nothing. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So then they drive off, and the Doom Patrol watches them go. Um. Re- really, gotta emphasize that. Um, and that's the end of the episode. You see the chief like watching them go, while uh, "We'll Meet Again" plays in the background um really gotta emphasize that like the doom patrol felt really good and endearing and i think that it's because one they weren't bogged down by fight choreography we never had to watch them fight so we didn't have to think like oh a robot man's all like you know grumpy but he's also kind of nice and and then you know we watch him like choke a man to death or something it's like no we don't have to deal with that
1: no it made them feel like people
0: it's it's just them hanging out
1: yeah and i feel like that's what this show needs more of honestly because yeah It made them feel like people, they, like, it endeared you to them. The writing on this episode, outside of the Richie and Starfire stuff, I, it was really good. It was endearing, and I liked all the characters. Even, like, you know, like, the scientist dude whose name is totally escaping me, like, the chief or whatever the fuck. I was like, I... I don't know how I feel about you, but your character interests me.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think you're supposed to be ambiguous.
1: And I haven't felt that way watching this show until the... Exactly. I'm like, I hadn't felt this that way watching the show until now. And yeah, we have our gripes with Beast Boy not being green the entire time, but I like his character a lot.
0: Yeah. If he was chilling with the Doom Patrol, I'd enjoy him.
1: I think his actor is really adorable too i just really enjoyed the doom patrol stuff and i'm like maybe i should just go watch doom patrol <laughs> instead we will do a podcast on that because we'll be willing to watch it <laughs> my god but oh, oh my god but uh, no i'm kidding i'm in for the long haul i promised because season two's coming out indeed. we can't escape now and
0: we we gotta watch the teen titans versus teen titans go movie too uh, one uh, one the- uh <laughs> we had so much hope uh I think since the last episode, that got announced, and we were like, oh yeah, Teen Titans is back. And then we saw another uh, clip of it, and I saw you were in pure pain and agony.
1: I watched it with my boyfriend at a con, and he's like, Hayden, I'm so sorry, but you need to watch this. And we were watching it. What, like the whole thing? No, 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 like... The movie's not out yet, unless it is, but we watched, like, the first, like, long trailer, and we're like, this looks terrible! Like, the animation, like, the Flash animation, or Toon Boom, or whatever uh, fucking program they're using, works for Teen Titans Go, but the models look fucking awful! like the og titans because and it goes back to the og titans was hand-drawn animation and it's fucking beautiful and it's great and i miss hand-drawn animation so much i could i could do a whole episode rant about my feelings about that but the the new titans they look terrible and they're trying to go with like the teen titans go comedy style and they're not hearkening back to like what made titans so good like, the original Teen Titans so good. And I'm like, Ugh, this is so
0: fucking bad. They apparently didn't bring back anybody from uh, from the original, like, show. No. Like, Glenn Murakami and, like, all the showrunners from the original Teen Titans were not consulted or, like, brought back, I think, for this movie.
1: Nope. It's literally just another opportunity for the Teen Titans Go showrunners to shit all over the original and be like, she... The original that you liked really wasn't that good. Ours is better. And I'm like, fuck you guys. Fuck you. I'm going to go watch my fucking Teen Titans DVDs and go watch <laughs> the new Titans TV show. Because you know what? Fuck you guys. There's my rant for yeah. the episode and scene.
0: There you go. <laughs> you get, brought getting it up. mad about things. Can't you see, this, this episode bitch. was so was so good that we had it to so talk good. about something else Teen Titans related to get mad.
1: I, I needed to get mad about it something
0: I like, I think that's good we... right
1: now. I need to get mad.
0: <laughs> yeah, like this this episode was uh, legitimately <laughs> pleasing. I I had a lot of fun. For once I I enjoyed this episode pretty unambiguously.
1: No, this is a well-written episode for the most part. Like all the stuff that wasn't Robin and Starfire was super good. It was fun. Um and I was like, "Yeah, I want more episodes that are written like this." I don't know if it was, like, a different writer. I didn't do my research because why would I? (laughs) Um, Well, yeah. I don't know if it was a different writer or, like...
0: This show has, like, ten different writers or whatever.
1: Yeah, which is really... Which is normal for a show like this. It's never one writer on, like, TV shows like this. Like, there's the showrunners, like, the writing groups, so on and so forth. But I'm like, it's... It had some pacing problems, I will say that between not pacing problems but tonal problems yeah between like the feel of the doom patrol part and whatever we go back to richie and starfire i'm just like there's two different tones going on here and they're clashing they're not kind of flowing together
0: but that's like that's that's titans baby that's uh that's how titans feels every episode where it's like yeah we're gonna be nice and we're gonna try to establish this family dynamic and then murder
1: i mean you're right i don't like it but you're (laughs) right
0: (laughs) um uh, i just god the i if it is the same writing staff which i i would not be terribly surprised if it was i do think that they're they're good at writing you know light little witty family stuff for the doom patrol that's fine i think that um writing that kind of drama suits them okay it's Not, you know, the best in the world, but it's fun and it's enjoyable and it's charming and it's endearing. Um, The drama and the character arc specifically around Robin feels really dumb and bad, again, in part because of the fight choreography, in part because it's like this guy acts like he has something legitimately mentally wrong with him, which isn't like a character development thing. At that point, it's like this character just needs therapy. Um, uh, The Batman stuff totally off the chain totally fucking insane um the starfire thing where she's an alien with amnesia who again is totally willing to kill people again not not a great look not sure where they're gonna go with it we're again running into the problem of totally being cool with murdering people uh all that stuff is really holding the show back from what it could be like if you If you adjusted those two characters by themselves, this would already be a better show. Pretty much all the Rachel stuff with her backstory, where like her mom was just murdered in the first episode, and then there's all this bullshit. And, you know, treating her more like a kid than a character, uh, because she's mostly a scared kid, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, they're treating her more like a catalyst for events instead of just being a person. Like, I don't feel like Rachel is a person yet. We saw a little glimpse of who she actually is and who they want her to be in this episode. Yeah. Like, she's got a little bit of spunk. She's, like, got a funny side and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, that's cute. Give me that. That's what I want. But the rest of it is like, oh, she's dangerous and has a demon inside her.
0: I'm at least past the point where, uh, like you, I'm trying to look past wanting to see her as Raven from the cartoon. Because it's like, she's not that even a little bit. Yeah unfortunately um, no
1: we're not gonna get that at all
0: uh we again go back to the first episode where it's like what is it um she's eating cereal to her mom and and she talks to her mom and uh she's like you know we're out of milk again and that's like as snarky as she gets or like when she tells like robin to buy pizza yeah um uh th- those are the snarky moments that's what comes through and those are nice but they don't represent her character the moments that are like probably the most rachel-ish in the show or like whenever she's dreaming that she's at like the fucking circus seeing the flying graysons and she's like wow yeah the circus i love the circus this is great or like in this episode when she's like doing the robot for robot man and it's like yeah she's a goofy kid yeah which you know that's that's endearing enough i i definitely don't i don't feel like it's raven but whatever i she's endearing enough and i think that you know i i definitely feel like they missed a lot of what made the Teen Titans cartoon appealing in, in adapting the show. Yeah. I don't feel like they probably checked it that much.
1: No, I don't think that they, uh, and
0: I don't know as much about the comics.
1: Yeah. The comics, she's not like that anywhere. Honestly. Like she always has had like a moodiness about her, like in the comics, like she's not a straight up, like monotone bitchy kind of person. Like, I mean, she's, more monotone in the original cartoon when I'm like, that's fine. That's fun. That's her character in the cartoon in the comics. She is softer, especially like when she's around beast boy and once they're together, she is like in touch with her emotions as it goes on. And she does like have like this really sweet soft side to her, but she's not ever like a goofy kid. So I feel like they aged her down too much for this show, and I think that the showrunners misunderstood their audience.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think that um, in adapting material, you always want to tread new ground, but like, you know, you think about something like uh, Logan, where it, it is all about that, like, you know, adoptive father-daughter situation, or like yeah. The Last of Us, where it's like, you know, the dude's all fucked up and has got a fucked up past and a fucked up history. Robin doesn't feel justified being like that, like uh, Wolverine does in that movie, or Joel in the Last of Us does, or, like, you know, any of those stories where it's kind of like that.
1: Yeah, like, how did Robin get here? Like, I don't know any... I don't know enough about this character to care.
0: Yeah, and everybody else is the same as him, so it doesn't matter.
1: Exactly. Like, he doesn't stand out, and he doesn't stand on his own as a character. And I feel like having so many other characters... To go back to what we said about the fighting, so many other characters fight the way he does and act the way he does that he doesn't stand out. And I feel like the, the show wants him to stand out, but it's become a problem of it's like they're telling us, not showing us.
0: Yeah, exactly, and it it really feels contradictory whenever that happens, so it just completely... It makes Robin feel like a stupid character, and when Robin falls apart because it's a Teen Titan show, the rest of the show falls apart, because that's what the narrative is built on.
1: Exactly, like, they want him to be the core of this show. Like, obviously, Rachel is kind of... She's essentially the main character, which I'm fine with. She's the main
0: character. Yeah. She's like the... She's like the, um... The plot device, though, is the problem. She's like the... yeah. She's the Chaos Emeralds, the MacGuffin that everyone oh wants to get.
1: <laughs> and that's funny because she eventually I've seen screen caps, she eventually does get like the little diamond on her forehead. Cool. So I was like, so she literally uh, is the Chaos Emerald.
0: Yeah, she's she's treated like an object. She's a child with very little agency over her own fate and her own decisions. Yeah. As much as I like the sweet moment when Richie does hug Rachel in this episode. It really emphasizes that she's like a fucking... She could be like five years old and barely anything about this show would change, which is a shame.
1: Yeah, she's... Uh, she could be so good. All the characters could be so good. But you know what? Poor writing is a problem. And it's... Yeah. Uh, now, see, my yeah. rage is... It's coming back. The rage is returning. It's coming back.
0: We just had to talk about the Titans <laughs> parts. We, uh... We, uh just gotta focus on this like no we're not watching doom patrol we're watching titans and the titans parts are still not great titans parts um, is still shit yeah so uh i have no fucking clue what's gonna happen moving forward because this episode gives you no indication of what's going forward outside of hey go watch doom patrol coming soon He's like, uh, hey, and it's already been canceled grab.
1: yeah yet yeah, we still got <laughs> season two <of> titans
0: <laughs> yeah uh, somebody died in the filming of that
1: I know one of the uh, I think it was um one of the stunt doubles died I think. Yeah. And that's they're a like, shame. "Oh, we're, we we th- we think we're going to cancel it because of that." No, it's fucking Hollywood. You're going to mourn the death for 0.2 seconds and then be like, "All right, let's get fucking shooting."
0: Yeah. Probably shouldn't make all your fight scenes so fucking crazy. Whatever. I'm I'm not going <laughs> to go into that. That's that's like Hollywood politics whatever. Yeah. Um Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Because I think I think we pretty much said anything. Anything that we wanted to say.
1: Yeah, I, I think I've said everything I need to. Um final thoughts, I liked this episode. Uh the pacing was a little weird because it kept flashing between like this is something that will always be a thing with the writing of this show. Is they flash between characters and it ruins the pacing um but mostly for this episode it was just the tonal shifts because they were so jarring um but for the most part i really liked the doom patrol characters fucking brendan Fraser, just he's so good as robot man like he's so good and he's so endearing and i i think my favorite thing was like the bits between him and garfield i think those moments were just so sweet it was this like older brother younger brother almost relationship and I think yeah, it like, it was fun. Yeah.
0: He's like a dad friend. Yeah. And I, I wish he had gone with him.
1: Me too. I,
0: I wish Brendan Fraser had gone with them. Which which also I I think I say it every episode, I miss Cyborg.
1: Uh, me too. <laughs> I
0: miss Cyborg.
1: <sighs> if we ever do merch for this podcast, we just need a shirt that says I miss Cyborg. Yeah.
0: We it it's it's our catchphrase. It it comes up almost every episode we Yeah.
1: I we do, miss Cyborg because he's he's
0: that emotional balance. He
1: was like that. That is why he was so good in the original Titan yeah. series, man. Because
0: because without him, it's just yeah, Beast Boy and Starfire are the are the kiddie jokey characters, and Raven and Robin are the serious ones.
1: Yeah, it's like great. Where's the balance though? Like yeah, there's no one Cyborg there to bridge helps. that gap. Yeah, Cyborg was great in the original cartoon because he could be jokey with. Beast boy, but he could also be like very grounded.
0: Yeah, and very serious. Yeah. And it's it was real good. Because
1: he was a person. (laughs)
0: Because that show's good. Go go rewatch Teen Titans.
1: Go just go rewatch Teen Titans. Or you know what? Just to shamelessly plug my friend, which sounds terrible. But um, no, go, go watch, I think it's Young Justice Outsiders. I think that's the new season. Uh, go watch it because Cyborg's in it. And my friend Zeno plays him and he does a great job.
0: Oh, cool. There's my shameless yeah, plug. Go <laughs> yeah, go watch that. Yeah, go watch that.
1: Final thoughts, Birdly?
0: Uh, I miss Cyborg. Um, We're probably going to see the nuclear family come back, which is lame because they're lame. And now that we have Starfire here, it feels extra lame because it's like, they, they're people with like baseball bats, and she can just like literally light you on fire and <laughs> literally kill you.
1: Toast them.
0: Yeah, I I don't really see them as a threat. Basically, anything they fight now, I'm like, why isn't Starfire just? They have no proclivities about killing people, so she could just roast them alive. Um, so that's that's a problem. Uh, I assume at some point Raven will be captured so that they can summon Trigon for like an end of season thing. So that's great i i don't like the feeling that i have to anticipate her getting kidnapped which again yeah, robbing her of agency but happen. i totally feel it coming
1: it's gonna happen there's yeah it's this show man i do i don't know what you want
0: yeah. yeah you know the original cartoon avoided her getting like kidnapped for that it was it was a real thing that she was doing voluntarily um, it was a lot of her choices and then, like, them really fighting to make sure that she wouldn't get captured. But, like, she went along just to, you know, stop it from happening. And, you know, the, it, it felt really good because it didn't feel like a damsel situation. It, the cartoon's yeah, real good.
1: I feel like in this, oh, God, <laughs> I love the cartoon. I might just go watch that after this. But, um, yeah, honestly, go I feel. Go watch Doom Patrol, too. Oh, I should. But I feel like with this, there's going to be a lot of damsel in distress situations. And I'm like, oh, God, give me anything but that uh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that's my emotion about this show.
0: Hey, fair dude. Uh
1: my dog is clearly upset about it as well.
0: Very upset.
1: He has opinions. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's this episode.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's it. Yeah, I
1: think that's this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh thanks yep. for listening to us, bitch, for yet another week.
0: Yep. We'll we'll catch you next time.
1: Uh we'll be back with episode five whenever we get around to watching it
0: yeah maybe that'll be you know in, in a couple days a week maybe that'll be five months from now you never know you'll you never, never know, know because you we're not know. gonna upload it like that <laughs> all right thanks everybody
1: all right thanks guys for listening bye yeah
0: bye <laughs>